Hello and welcome to the Career Builders Podcast. I'm Mike Bird. And I'm Lisa Bekosek. And today we're talking about how your family can help you build your career. So Mike, why is this topic important? Well, it's important for a bunch of reasons. One being that our families are typically a pretty important part of our lives in general. So when we just take our careers and put them to the side for a moment, and we look at the people that we are surrounded by, hopefully that we relate well to, and that's not always the case, but the the broader sort of fabric of our lives often includes some sort of family unit. And it can be a really important um, influencer on our careers and how they develop. And so that's kind of what brings this to light now. It's also kind of like, there's a relevance aspect to this topic as well. This will go out kind of right around the holiday season in mid-December and it's a time when we get to, a lot of us get to spend more time with our families and the people that love us. And so we felt this was a really important conversation topic to bring up at a time of the year where it can be really, really helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. So how do you define family? So family, obviously there's the, the conventional look at it where it's biological. It's the people we're, we're born from, that we were born with, our siblings, um, but family can also be something that is more of our own creation in terms of us having family friends or maybe there's been some sort of, you know, fissure in a relationship and maybe you have a step parent, for example, that has been a really important figure in your life. And so our families don't have to be, they're almost never these days, a super cut and dried entity. They're all, they're often like something that we build up over time and can have a greater impact on in terms of what they look like than we, than we realize. Awesome. Yeah. Great. So, I mean, when it comes to how your family can impact your career, there are a few obvious places that I think a lot of people kind of can, can intuit on their own and figure out a family that's really supportive of you and, and your endeavors and what you're doing obviously can be a really important sounding board for you. They can, they can give you a lot of their advice. They can give you just, you know, belief in who you are and what you're doing. They're in your corner per se. That's something that a lot of us can probably figure out. There's the element of whether you realize it or not, like your family is part of your network professionally, mm-hmm. or it certainly can be the people that your parents have grown up with that your siblings know. Those are all people that can be, tapped into, connected with, relationships can be built up. And ultimately, if you're looking either to evolve into a new role or you're trying to grow in the role that you have now or you're considering a career pivot, these are these are links that can be very, very valuable to you. And you should keep them in mind as you go about thinking about networking in general. I have actually a story about yeah. that. A client that I was working with, she was transitioning into a new career path and she was at a family dinner and somebody within her family network, as she was telling people mm-hmm. what she was doing now, was like, Oh, I've been working in that space for the last 20 years. Oh. And it's somebody that she saw a couple times a year, but had no idea. So when she started opening up about what it was that she was doing, all of a sudden there's this whole new world that had opened itself up based on that connection. Yeah. So I, I mean, they're right in front of you, these people and a lot of, you know, you shouldn't have to feel, uh, if you're nervous going into a networking event and that kind of throws you off and your whole view of networking is 
kind of like tainted by those feelings um, and maybe some anxiety, this is the part of your network where you should feel the most at ease with. So go mm-hmm. ahead and, and have conversations and engage with people in terms of what they're doing. And you never know just whom you're going to meet as a result. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the obvious ones, I think. The big one that I think a lot of us miss is on a more subliminal level. Oftentimes as you grow up, the kind of work that your parents do or did, for example, uh, or the kind of work that maybe your siblings are engaged with has an impact on the kind of work that you do, whether you realize it or not. My family, for example, um, I have a dad who was an employee for a very, very long time. Ultimately, when his employment career kind of collapsed in sort of like the early, mid-2000s, uh, he just he was uh, downsized out of an executive position, went to another company, um, was downsized from that a few years later when there was kind of some some turmoil within the company. So he'd been an employee for, you know, 25 years plus at that point. And he ultimately peaked from that point going forward, becoming a management consultant and running a really successful management solo practice, uh, consulting practice for about 15 years. So I have a blend of sort of that employee background mixed in with someone who has experience in terms of going out and finding your own work and developing projects and developing relationships that ultimately form your business. My mom, a little bit of the same thing, mainly an employee who also kind of dabbled a little bit with her own work, but never really was like a true entrepreneur or solopreneur. So I was kind of raised a lot. I was raised with a lot of like what I would call employee mentality um, mindsets. So I grew up with basically, um, you know, belief system built around fitting into a structure, Mm -hmm. right? As an employee, you go to work at a certain time, you do certain set of jobs, tasks, you might not rock the boat and you kind of work through that, that grind, which a lot of us are very familiar with if you're an employee, but you come from a completely different family, Lisa. So why don't you talk about that? Yeah, so I come from a family of entrepreneurs pretty much entirely. Both of my grandparents on each side of the family had started their own businesses mm-hmm. and had been mostly self-employed or had you know, worked for the company that they had started. Uh, my parents as well, both of my parents have their own companies. My brother has his own business. Um, a lot of family members have their own business. So it's it's always been something that has been talked about in a different way. And um, I've been lucky that I've also had influences where people have been employees as well. So there's mm-hmm. great strategies that you can get from people in both scenarios. But what, when I was growing up, our dinnertime conversation was, you know, what business can we start? What, what's the next big idea that we can have that would be something fun to do? And so I had always gone grown up thinking that I was also going to be an entrepreneur and figuring Mm -hmm. out how I was going to do it and what that was going to look like. Yeah. So, and just to sort of put a major caveat on our discussion, there's no judgment here. It's not like the employee mindset versus the entrepreneur's mindset is, is better or worse than the other. Yeah. But they are very, very different. Yeah. And a lot of the time people who are from a more entrepreneurial background can sometimes struggle in an employment setting and vice versa. Um, so it, it's not that we're trying to encourage people to go down one path or the other, but for us, we've both had lives that have been heavily influenced by 
the people we've been around since, you know, our day one. And it's something that a lot of people do miss. Mm -hmm. So, okay, let's just talk a little bit more about your situation. So everyone's an entrepreneur. A lot of people in the world think entrepreneurship is like this crazy, risky, daredevil thing that some people just like, like free climbing. They just go out and risk their lives <laughs> and do. But is that really the mindset that people have expressed in throughout your lifetime? No. So in my family, it, there's definitely an element of risk to it. There is mm -hmm. always going to be that element of risk and you know, what's really going to happen. Um, I think that I've had both mindsets in that some, sometimes people will say a stable job is easier. Mm -hmm. So they would say, you know, why, why do you want to go down the entrepreneurial path? It's a lot of ups and downs. It can be mm -hmm. a lot of turmoil and also a lot of great stuff. So I've kind of had both of those discussions. Yeah. Um, but I think that in general, it's really been more supportive in like, okay, so it doesn't matter how big the idea is, how are you going to work through that? And mm -hmm. it's, it was more focused on action steps. Whereas I think some other people might say, Oh, that idea is crazy. How would you even start that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It can, can be a very limiting discussion when it goes in that direction. So would you say you are a more confident entrepreneur as a result of being surrounded by all of these other entrepreneurs? I would say so. Yeah. I would say that it, it it's something that has just kind of been ingrained. And so I do feel more comfortable with taking some of these risks. Mm -hmm. Whereas other people that I know who didn't grow up with that same background would definitely say, you know, Oh, well, what happens if it doesn't work out? And I've seen mm -hmm. from experience mm -hmm. that if it doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big, I totally agree with that. I'm a huge believer in like when you have to make something work because there's been a setback and you have to find some sort of uh, contingency, the human race is tremendous at being resourceful. But in terms of looking at, you know, that question of risk, like why would you take a jump and do that? What if it doesn't work out? I mean, sometimes the, the biggest risk is just staying and doing what you're still doing. For sure. Yeah. If you have potential and everybody does, and you're keeping that to yourself and mm -hmm. staying in a spot that you're comfortable, which is, you know, I'm not saying that everybody needs to go out and take that risk, but if you feel in your gut that that's something that you need to do in your life, then you should listen to it and act upon it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. What are some of the ways that outside of the entrepreneurial mindset that your family has supported you on? Uh, they have definitely, like you said, been a great sounding board. They've always been someone that I can go to for advice. It's, it's a good question because all the things that you mentioned are things that they've done. Mm -hmm. I think just allowing me to also be my own person, mm -hmm. yeah, which isn't always easy, Yeah, but accepting that whatever path I'm on is that I'll figure it out too and trusting yep. me in a sense. Yeah. So sort of like an unconditional belief in what you're doing. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. That can be so valuable. How about you? So I can relate on that note for sure. Um, I've done some pretty wacky things in, in my career so far and um, at least they felt wacky to me and I don't know how 
like when I first told my family that I was going to go and like learn French and make like a thousand dollars a month and live in this small town, like I don't really know what came over them. Like I've, I've never asked that question. Um, but what, what happened in terms of their response externally was, you know, that's really cool. What a great idea. You're going to learn French. We'll see where this goes. Like they were really optimistic and positive about it, even though like on paper, this is a really, it was a pretty scary thing at, at, at points for me. When you see that other people are willing to sort of be in the trenches there with you, I think that can kind of just reaffirm you in terms of the choices you've made mm-hmm. and can really just sort of uplift you in that moment as you move forward in that new direction. Yeah. It's amazing. It's it's really hard to build long-term relationships with people um, who know you as well as your family members do, right? So you might have some really close friends who know you really well outside of people that you literally grew up with that you've maintained a close relationship with and, and not all of us have that. It can be really, really hard to find someone who has seen our full evolution as a person. Mm-hmm. So I, I've always sort of appreciated hearing feedback regarding where I was five, 10, 20 years ago versus where I am now. And those can be really like, those can be really valuable sentiments when you hear people reflect on the progress you've made, Mm -hmm. because that's a perspective that's very unique to them given their unique position in your life. Um, So I've had that from, from my folks, um, from my siblings and just, yeah, I, I honestly, I have a great group of, of cheerleaders in my corner. There's no question about it. That's awesome. Yeah. There can also be a bit of a dark side to the family. Yeah. Pressures though as well. Totally. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So I've had a number of clients who haven't had the same kind of positive support Mm -hmm. on career changes or things that they've been wanting to do. And it can be really difficult because we care so much about what the people that we love think about us and about trusting their experiences as well. And so it can be really tough when you hear somebody thinking negatively of what you're about to do to really say, yes, this is still a good idea. A lot of times we start to question ourselves. And the other component that I think comes up a lot is that as you were saying, our families influence our career decisions. So I've had clients where, you know, they became a professor because their parent was a professor. Yep. Yep. And it doesn't necessarily mean that that was the right path for them. So what's your take on that side of things? Oh, I've definitely, I've seen it. You mentioned professors. I'm not sure if it's, it's not just unique to that for sure. I've seen it with doctors. I've seen it with lawyers, professionals. It can be, really tough for us to sometimes get away from those kinds of peer pressures. And and there's a saying that I once heard like peer pressure is the greatest force in the universe. (laughs) And when that peer pressure is coming from your family, I think it's, it's sort of turbocharged. It's at a whole new level in terms of the impact that it can have. And so, yeah, living sort of in fear of disappointing others can be a major uh, hitching point for people as they go out and try and figure out their own best way of contributing to the world through their work. 
I, I don't know exactly what you would say to someone who is in that situation where the beliefs of their parents are so different than their own in terms of what they want to pursue. You know, if you, if you're from two doctors and you want to be an artist and they want you to go to, you know, go become a cardiologist. I mean, where, how do you think you would try and coach someone in that situation who is really struggling with that conflict in their life? It's about forging your own path because what makes one person happy doesn't make another person happy necessarily. So by choosing another person's path and not honoring your own, you're doing yourself a disservice. Mm -hmm. Career paths don't pass down through genes like other things Mm -hmm. do. And so if there's something that you really want to do and your family is not understanding or they have fears of their own around what it is that you're trying to do, it can be really tough to, to not take that to heart. But when it comes down to it, you can't let someone else's path be your path. Yeah. Yeah. And on that same note, your happiness shouldn't really be determined by the happiness, the feelings that others are experiencing. Otherwise you're just going to spend your whole life sort of pandering to people who may, who may never be satisfied with what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. And this can also show up uh, as guilt sometimes too. You can feel guilty for going down a certain path or doing Mm -hmm. something that makes you happy. That isn't necessarily what your family wanted you to do. Yeah. Uh, I also see this coming from people who's, who are first generation college grads. They sometimes can feel a guilt wondering, you know, am I doing the right thing? Am I going down the right path? And they don't necessarily have the same type of support mm-hmm. that they would need. So they often are looking outside of the family dynamic to find that support to get them through to that next stage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it can be really, really tough when all of a sudden you're about to embark on something that no one else has done. And so there's no hard evidence that that's the path that is quote unquote most ideal. I mean, I think part of the reason you see a lot of doctors come from families of doctors is because they potentially grew up with a really well laid out plan or a belief in just what the path to becoming a doctor looks like. They they were able to accept at an early age that if I want to be a doctor, this is what this path is going to look like. Am I on board with it? That's a question that sometimes doesn't really get answered. But if they end up going down that route, they do it with a really strong understanding of what it actually takes to go all the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's part of why we see, I use the doctor example because it's the one that I can think of the fastest, but I think that's true in other career tracks as well. Mm-hmm. But yes, when you're when you're looking at forging, going forward into the unknown, I mean, that's really like at the heart of coaching right there. When you're with someone, when you're with a client and they are so afraid of the unknown, how do you help them explore and be in that space? It's a lot about support. And one of the the biggest things that I've seen with people who are successful in making those transitions is finding support, whether it's from family or Mm -hmm. whether it's from other people who are in similar situations to you, because a lot of times we get into our own heads and we come up with these stories that, you know, we're, we're not going to be able to do this. We're not 
good enough or you know there's all sorts of stories that come up that we tell ourselves and so mm -hmm. if you have somebody else who's doing the thing that you're doing yes all of a sudden that person says that that story you're telling yourself isn't true anymore mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's good to be able to have that sounding board to have that feedback loop that you're not always just in your your own head so when it comes to sort of finding that um, if you went outside of the realm of working with a coach, it sounds like if you were to find somebody in your life, maybe a peer who is in a similar situation as you, there's almost, um, there's almost a link there that can be developed between the two of you in terms of the support that you need that you might not get from say your biological family, but that person has the potential to become part of sort of your, your developed, your created family as we were alluding to earlier. Exactly. And mentors yeah. too. Mentors can be another one seeking yeah. out mentorship from someone. Um, and this is kind of a strange way of looking at it. And it doesn't necessarily come back to the family dynamic, but even the people that you follow on social media, mm -hmm. because that's, that is a huge influence on a lot of people's lives yes. these days. So if you're following people who are doing what you want to be doing, that can also give you support that you need to move forward. Yeah, it's it's crazy how something like a podcasting medium can get you to really like the intimacy of the medium can really get you into the mind of the person you're listening to. And it's almost like you're listening to like Uncle Johnny talking to you once a week about just, you know, how you can approach this in your life. So I mean, we're we're kind of lucky in that sense. I'm kind of plugging podcasting here a little bit, but <laughs> you can find influences outside of your family that take you toward or that reinforce the path that you're trying to go on. It doesn't have to come from, you know, people with the same genetic material as you. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. It's amazing to hear people who talk about, um, family members that came into their life later on. So maybe a step parent or someone who became a family friend and to, realize that you know the chosen family the developed family can sometimes be a more important tie than some of the biological people that we are connected to on this planet mm -hmm. is there anyone who comes to mind for you that's sort of come out from you know the universe and into your world that that fills that role absolutely there's yeah. uh one of my first bosses well sort of in the middle, but she's still somebody that I get together with all the time. And while we were working together, she was almost like my second mom, mm. um, but also a, a close friend. And she, she's always been in my corner. She's always been somebody who supports me and gives me feedback. And, you know, I, I'm inviting her to my wedding. Amazing. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely a chosen family member that has nothing to do with my family, but mm -hmm became somebody that I can really look up to and, you know, bounce ideas off of. Yep. Yep. How about you? Yeah. I just all virtually all of my mentors are people that I would consider to be part of my family in some way, even if I don't see them as regularly or I don't communicate with them as regularly as I do with some other folks. Um, but like the appreciation and the love that I have for them is, is identical to the people that I grew up with, uh, who, you know, I, I am connected to by blood. It's the same, it's the same kind of feeling that I get. I feel just as trusting and open around those people as I do, you know, my cousins and my, my sisters, for example. 
Yeah. So it's a very powerful connection. For sure. And as you were talking about cousins and things like that, it made me think Mm of our opportunity to be able to become that person for other people as well. Okay. Tell me, tell me about that. So just thinking about family and support, we often think about how we could be supported, but there's also something to be very much said for becoming that support for somebody else. Mm. Yeah. And that can often become a reciprocal relationship as well. Yeah. So, you know, seeking out, offering to mentor people, offering to give back to your communities. These are other ways that you can build support by supporting others. Yeah, absolutely. To kind of just add on to that, I've, I've said it in a few different spaces before, but I'll say it now here on this one. My belief is that the greatest gift you can give anyone is just your belief in who they are. Uh, and so, yes, super powerful opportunity that you can step into to be that support for someone else's, as you mentioned, like, why not? I mean, it, it, you don't have to look too far to find someone who is in that boat in this world. You can create a really amazing relationship from that. For sure. And the, the holidays are a great opportunity as well yeah. to maybe look around at your network and say, who's starting out in their career that I can support or who is at the same place as me that if we formed this connection, mm-hmm. it could really be beneficial to both of us. Yeah. Yeah. The opportunities are always all around us if we just open our eyes to them. Mm-hmm. Cool. Have you got anything more on this that you want to add? No, that pretty much covers it for me uh, today. How about you? Cool. No, I'm good with that as well. I think it's a really, like I said in the intro, really relevant topic for this time of year. And I encourage all of you guys, you dear listener to go out and just take a hard look at the people that are in your life, whether they're, <laughs> whether you've known them uh, forever or they're more recent additions to your family and just think about just what kind of a role they can play in your life and how you can play back into theirs. It's going to help your career. Absolutely. So cool. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the Career Builders Podcast. I'm Mike Bird. I'm Lisa Picose. And we hope you'll join us again soon. Bye for now.